From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray-Brown and this is FT News. The principles of free trade, which have underpinned the liberal world order for decades, seem all of a sudden to be up for grabs. Europe detects a new protectionism taking hold in Washington under Donald Trump, the new US president. Some fear an outbreak of trade tensions, even trade wars. On the line to discuss these developments is Stefan Wagstel, our Berlin bureau chief, and from Washington, our world trade correspondent, Sean Donan. Sean, you have written that the Trump administration is looking at abandoning one of the cornerstones of the system of world trade, the dispute mechanism. What is the U.S. actually proposing and what are the implications for world trade? The first thing to remember is we're in very early days of the Trump administration. We're entering week six of the Trump administration. But clearly, we've had a very stark change in tone on trade that we saw build up all the way through the campaign. And that as they've come into office, they're starting to deliver on. They also need to remember that many of his key personnel on trade aren't in place yet. But what they've already started doing is playing around with ideas. And one of the ideas that they're looking at now is the idea of looking for alternatives to the dispute settlement mechanism in the WTO, things that the U.S. could do unilaterally to fight back against China or the EU in trade disputes. And that's a huge shift in thinking. Stefan, if I can bring you in here, you've also been writing about the concerns among German businesses at this protectionist tendency in Washington. What does the government in Berlin propose to do to counter this? And what does business propose to do? German officials and business people are feeling their way. There's still an element of watching and waiting as to whether things will turn out to be quite as bad as they fear. But as some of the campaign pledges become policy statements, they're beginning to get more worried. I think two things are clear. One is that Angela Merkel and her government will stand up quite strongly to defend the liberal economic order, not just because they believe in it as a matter of principle, but of course Germany benefits from it hugely. So that's clear. Having said that, it's not Merkel's style to pick fights where she can avoid them. So there will be, I think, an element of looking for compromises and agreements where she can. But at the moment, I think she's still at the stage where she's watching and waiting. And Sean, what does the choice of officials in President Trump's cabinet tell us about his intentions as regards world trade policy? Well, I mean, he's assembled a band of protectionists, essentially, for his trade team. We'll have later today Wilbur Ross, the billionaire investor, confirmed as Commerce Secretary. He will be leading the trade team. At least that's what the president has said. He has a background in international business, but he's also spent a lot of time in the steel industry, which is one of the more protectionist industries in the U.S., Alongside him, we'll have Bob Lighthizer, who is a uh, former Reagan administration trade official who then went into private practice in trade law and for decades really has represented the U.S. steel industry's interests here in Washington. He's also called for a much more aggressive approach to the WTO. He's argued in the past that Republicans should embrace protectionism rather than reject it. And then in the White House, we have an even greater firebrand in a man called Peter Navarro, who is the head of 
of a new body called the National Trade Council. Peter Navarro is an academic economist who is considered a bit of a fringe figure in the trade world, but under Donald Trump has become the mainstream. Crucially, he is the author of books with titles like Death by China that argue for a much more belligerent approach, a much more aggressive approach towards trade and the world with China, and argue that basically the U.S. has been losing in the global economy as it stands today. So all of these people have kind of come together, and that's the brains trust that you're starting with on trade. And that is a real change from the internationalists that we have seen in past administrations going back really until the 1970s and even before, arguably. And Stefan, which sectors do you think are most vulnerable to uh, this trend? I think the German car industry is very worried about what Mr. Trump might bring, first of all, because the US is a very large market for it. And also, it has invested quite heavily in American plants and in American sales networks but also because Trump has singled out cars. Cars are always a bit of an iconic product. And Mr. Trump has contrasted the number of Mercedes there are on Fifth Avenue with what, in his view, is a scarcity of Chevrolets in Germany. German officials have hit back at that pretty quickly, saying the main reason is not that German cars are cheap or because somehow German makers are bending the rules, but simply because German cars are something that buyers all over the world want to buy. So that sector in particular is very worried. And one's seeing individual companies also trying to defend their positions, pointing out that they are big investors with big employers in the US. And indeed, in the case of BMW, for example, it's a very large exporter from the US. And Stefan, do you think the European Commission collectively will take a common position on this? At the diplomatic level and the official level, it will be very much a Brussels-led campaign and response. Germany will do nothing that undermines the European Union. It sees its own policies reflected in the European Union, its political and diplomatic strength in the Union, it believes in the Union. That said, German officials think there's a lot that companies can do, not just in Washington, but the state level where many of them are invested. And so, Sean, lastly, do you think realistically that we are facing a possible outbreak of trade wars between the US and Europe? I think there's a very real possibility, certainly a much greater possibility than we've seen in the past. And I think one of the things we really need to keep in mind is the unpredictability of Donald Trump and the kind of impetuousness of Donald Trump. Just on Stefan's last point, one of the things we've seen coming out of Brussels is some quite aggressive language towards Donald Trump. Cecilia Malmstrom, the EU's trade commissioner at one point, saying anyone who wants to build walls or erect tariffs around the world is doomed to fail. That's the kind of language that goes down very badly with Donald Trump and, if anything, gets his back up and makes it even more likely that we get a kind of aggressive response from Washington. Stephen Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary over the weekend, said this Trump administration does not want any trade wars. And we've heard that from Wilbur Ross, the incoming Commerce Secretary. We've heard that from other folks. But a lot of that is going to depend on how other countries respond to what the Trump administration pursues, how you can navigate this difficult tension between a much more aggressive Washington and your own domestic constituencies, which is exactly what we're seeing with countries like Mexico right now and how they're struggling to deal with them. So the language out of Washington right now is we don't want to trade war. We want to look out for U.S. interests and we want to reshape a system that has been unfair to the U.S., but it seems to ignore the fact that there's other players out there and that's where things are going to get tricky. OK, so this is an issue which looks like it's going to run and run. 
Thank you very much, Stefan in Berlin and Sean in Washington. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.